What is up, guys? It is the hashtag Sweat Local CLT Podcast. I'm Stu. I'm Deuce. I'm Isaac. See, like now it's kind of just getting a nice little flow. I kind of mm-hmm. hope that if I just do that every time, you guys would just slowly pick up on it. We just make it a thing, and that felt really good that we time. Did make yeah, it a thing. That, was, that, that was smooth. I felt really. Speaking of smooth, did you know uh, today, this morning, I coach 5:30 a.m. and 6:30 a.m. and uh, it went so smooth. So smooth. Like, was... Sure. <laughs> I wasn't referring to my class that I coached. <laughs> I was referring to uh, Deuce over here. We had Deuce do a – I don't know how many seconds it's going to be, but we had uh, a, a production company come in that's shooting a promo video for the Hornets come in, and they needed a scene where someone is exercising. And not a Hornets player. No, not a Hornets player. And this, could be. It Never could know. be. Could be. So the whole thing, the whole just bad. We have a, a former member who works for ESPN, and they're shooting a promo for the Hornets pretty much of, hey, listen, we're so sorry we got rid of Kemba, and we've had really shitty seasons and all that, but we're really working hard in the offseason. And that video is going to be a con- like a montage of the Hornets working hard on the court and then like people in Charlotte working hard, like uh-huh. exercising and, and doing that kind of thing. Because I gonna- just – don't care that much about the people in Charlotte working out. I would rather see the Hornets. Well, yeah, yeah. You just really you don't care about me working out. But <laughs> I care about you. What dude. the fuck? But the video's <laughs> got to make a connection between the Hornets and the Charlottillians. Yeah, it's definitely. That's, <laughs> that's definitely. That's, it. that's definitely not the fucking word. We're gonna go with it though. Urban so yeah, you guys. Pretty soon there'll be a video on social media, and they. I think they're even gonna be dropping it in some of the uh, the initial games on the jumbotron and oh, on the jumbotron. big screen. And I we were able to. So I was texting Deuce last night, and it's like, okay, wear this, wear this, wear the white find your movement, the Nike shirt we had done a couple of years ago, yes. and see if we can sneak that into the promo video. And uh, we successfully did so. Not a problem. Yeah, it wasn't really yeah. sneaking. Jeremy was really cool with it. He was the producer on the show that we know. Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, here. Jeremy and uh, uh, Max Brooks. Uh, former members of ours. So anyway, guys, uh, you, if you see Deuce on some social media, uh, sometimes feel free to, to shriek out in public where you're at and say, I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. He'll be signing autographs yeah. after classes. Uh, what, uh, what $20 an autograph. Uh, power exercise? clean. Oh. Yeah, I did a lot of power cleans. They never really told me when to stop, so I just kept doing them. And he tied his shoelaces fuck, like dude. a boss. That was the worst. I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm not. If you notice, I very rarely untie my shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trait I never learned. Really Did you also good. have to fill up a protein shaker? Yeah. Yeah. So I use your shaker. You loaded up a protein so shaker. Glad we have a which is weird because usually I just take my pre workout out of the scooper. Yeah. Straight, straight to yep. the dome. Yeah. Straight to the dome. So today we didn't. We don't have any. We don't have any members to interview. We didn't go and get food anywhere. Uh, we honestly we were talking about doing it. We're all. We got stuff to. We got other stuff to going on today. So we just wanted to just wrap and shoot the shit. And I thought what would be fun is, I don't know how many of the members know a ton about you two. You know how many like besides that obviously you work here. Some mm-hmm. people might know Deuce is from here, kind of scenario. So I thought I would be kind of interviewing you two and just kind of you know keep this around the whole fitness, why you're how you ended up where you're at right now, all that good shit. Um, so let's start. Like Isaac, how old are you? Thirty-two. Okay, you're thirty-two. Why do you have to think about that? I don't that? know. That when you get to be thirty-two, you have to think about it's it. Because when you're pregnant, you forget shit. And there's that. <laughs> Let's not forget the elephant in the room. Like I can't even be mad about that one because that one's hundred percent. Yeah, that's hundred percent true. <laughs> and a deuce, you're twenty-seven. Deuce is God. You're so fucking young. I'm so old. Twenty-seven dude. is just the prime Fuck. of your life. It's just the best years. I don't know. Twenty-four was pretty cool. What'd you do when you were twenty-four? I don't know. Just felt younger. <laughs> Didn't feel old. Deuce, no went, Deuce went surfing the other day. You drove how many hours round trip? Eight. 
Eight hours round trip to surf for how long? Two. Two. Worth it. Worth it. Worth every second. Didn't it, die. Didn't die. No sharks ate you. No sharks. Okay. Didn't how long drown. have you been into surfing? Since I was nine. Nine like years that, old. Yeah, like eight Is or that nine. like when you stopped doing the karate? Mm, I think I, I feel like I stopped doing karate before that. Like second grade. Okay. Needed okay. to fill that giant void yeah. in his life. Yeah, that only that's yeah. what I'm wondering. Martial arts could, right. uh, could create. So that's not, uh, you, you know, I had a picture, I had Emmett Smith posters in my room. Like, did you have surfer guys in your, like, how does one get into surfing when you live in Charlotte, North Carolina? Uh, so my family had a beach house, so we still do, but in Topsail Island. And so we spent, like, the majority of my summers, a lot of, like, any free time we had was spent at the beach. So, like, every year we would take two and a half weeks and just go to the beach the whole time. Um, and I don't even know, honestly, I can't remember if it was my idea or my dad just showed up with a surfboard and he just brought it back. And at the time I was too small to paddle it. Like, my arms literally wouldn't reach around the board. Mm-hmm. And so we'd go out and, like, my dad would go out in the ocean with a beer and, like, hold the back of the surfboard and just chuck me on waves. Even when I didn't, I'd be like... No, it's too big. Like, no, no. And you just throw me and I would just be like crying like down the wave scared. Is this when you were really fat? Uh, yeah, I got uh, – I was still skinny at the time. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just – I like to picture my deuce at like six years old, just a chubby little deuce, just yeah. with cheeks and the whole deal. Middle school deuce is pretty chunky. Middle school deuce. I can find some pics. I'll bring some <laughs> Put them on the front. How funny would it be if we had coaches shirts made? It was just it was a picture of you at age like seven. Like everybody had to post a picture of themselves <laughs> at age seven. That would be some funny shit. <sighs> and you just wear it for a week for no reason, just because it's funny. <laughs> um, okay, so you're surfing. What, what sports? Were, Isaac was into softball. Softball and volleyball. Softball and volleyball. Mm-hmm. And did you prefer one or the other? Over oh the yeah, other? I mean softball was my sport. That Sof- was definitely what like position. Volleyball. I was a pitcher. You're a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so I started that really young. And, it's like, uh, was Jenny Finch like a like an idol? I don't know. I don't know if I, an idol, but yes, I knew her. And sure. She was She's awesome. like the most popular of the female softball players. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Is it because she was hot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like Dot Richardson would probably be the, the one that I probably looked up to more, but Who? less people know her. Is yeah. that the person from A League of Their Own? No. Dot? Dot Richardson? No. That's it. No. Dot yeah, is... that is. Fuck, what is the person's name that I'm thinking of then? I don't know. Not Dottie, Shit. man. You just fucked that up. I totally did. What is we that woman's name? We don't fact check before we get on this podcast. Clearly, it's been a long time. Since Hopefully, I've she doesn't listen to the podcast. Wanted yeah. to be a professional. Don't worry, we'll, we'll blame the baby on that one yeah, too. Um, okay, so we had softball and. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not really well versed in softball players. Right. What is this Looking saying? at me and Deuce like we have the fucking answer. God damn, I'm gonna Google it later. All right, so softball and then yeah. when did just. When did you both get into regular fitness, fitnessing that had no intention of like for sport purposes? Like when was that for you, Deuce? Like when did you go in the weight room just to go into the weight room? Uh, So I don't know if there was ever a time. Like I – so I started working out. My dad was big into fitness and so he was a big – he was a big power lifter. And so I got into exercise through him when I was really young. So like six, seven years old. Like I just wanted to lift weights with my dad. Um, and then I played baseball the majority of my life. And so that's where the, a lot of my training came from getting ready for baseball. And so then there was a time to where like right around my senior year in high school, I found that I enjoyed training and like lifting more than I did actually playing baseball. Sure. Um, and so baseball is boring as fuck. Baseball is boring as fuck. That's like, so funny. I just, there was a guy who plays for the white Sox, and he was like, I, I hate watching baseball. Yeah. The first game, first major league game he ever went to was because he was playing in it. What what position did you play? Catcher. 
Okay. That seems like a really uncomfortable, like your legs fall asleep and get numb and tingly kind of position. They do. Yeah. Have you heard my knees? Yeah, that's true. They yeah. make a lot of noise. That's why Deuce's knees sound like fucking Rice Krispie treats. Snap, crackle, pop. Baby. Yeah. Um, so I played two years at a junior college, Spartanburg Methodist, and then I jacked up my meniscus and I, both my knees could have still played and just did not want to. Yeah. It was just not fun. It was way too much work. Is At what point with sport does it get to the point where if you're not going to take it to like whatever level you have, whether it's high level college, professional, do you, does the... The, the desire just drop. I think there's, I think it's, so I think it's either after your senior year in high school, depending on what offers you have. So I think people who have offers from smaller schools, I think a lot of times they just opt to just not go play and they go to a big time school. It's like a bigger university and just sure. go to school. Um, and then I think if it's not that, then it's like freshman, sophomore year in college. Yeah. yeah. It makes it. My most you. freshman year in college. Yours? Yeah. So yeah, I went to school to play softball. Um, and then shit, I just did the fall season. I didn't even go into regular season. I just did the fall season and it was like you're in college and there's a million other things to do. Yeah, sure. And for me, I had played with a, the very same group of 12 girls since we were 11 years old. And it was just kind of like, mm, I don't really feel like starting like all over the, did again. Did you not like the new girls? They were all great. They're all fine. Yeah. The coach, meh. Yeah. But they were all fine. The girls. Yeah. I yeah. my college coach. Yeah. Then, uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of variables. Like you could like literally you dislike the players, dislike yeah. the school, dislike the coach, not like the new position or the offensive scheme, but you're on scholarship for it, so you got to fucking stick with it. Or you're just you love the game enough, you stick with it. Like I never had. Like I played lacrosse in high school, and then it was just like f- I fucked around all through high- college. I had nothing organized as far mm-hmm. as it goes. Intramurals was like it. So yeah, well, so you right after that first freshman season, yeah, freshman season, so? that uh, freshman fall season, and then I stopped after that. When did you get into just fitness for recreation? Then for I mean, fun? then I was just in college, and then it was like just something I guess to we do, have to yeah. keep in shape. So sure. yeah, yeah, there's that, and I mean, it was definitely just kind of like I'd go on the treadmill because that's what all the other girls were doing, right? Sure. But then um, my uh, college boyfriend, he was really into lifting, and so he got me into it. Um, and so I did some lifting and like learned how to lift from him. I've always been a big fan of that. Like, don't ever uh, train your girlfriend and don't ever date your clients. They're like two really good rules. I can't. I mean, <laughs> I've I've violated the latter. Of the t- <laughs> I've violated the latter too, but I still believe in it. I'm not saying just because I don't follow. I haven't followed it. Um, Isn't there a WTF gym talk video that's like complete opposite of that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But I've always been that. But like, you ever see the social situation of the boyfriend girlfriend in the gym? It's generally at the YMCA, and he's trying to give teacher and you can watch it from afar and she's like Bob, like barking at him and he's trying to help out and it just nobody knows what the fuck they're doing but it's great people watching yeah dude i don't ever coach my girlfriend yeah ever I, no and then she'll come back and be like oh so and so said this and it worked so well fucking been telling you that for a year and a half <laughs> <man. She's>, fuck. <laughs> so whatever yeah it's it's just different you, you're deaf when you hear it from the same like you could yeah. literally say something to me isaac and i would just be like i didn't even hear it and then like a stranger yeah. like a homeless guy in the street would be like hey you should do this and i'd be like you're damn right mr yeah. homeless man no you know what happens a lot though is i'll say something and you completely ignore me or say yeah no i'm not and then i that. have the idea and later. then you have the idea like the next day and and I'm like, just, that's amazing i had this great idea so it's like i literally proposed that yesterday i'm yeah. like you're just trying to claim something that's right. not yours you're rude yeah, okay yeah that's um, what happened <laughs> so uh and you can't bring that blame down the pregnancy that's just you being <laughs> rude and trying to steal my amazing ideas right. um all right so that's when recreational fitness started mm-hmm. 
at, to where you are at now, when did you dive into and even the first thought deuce of like coaching and instructing people on how to fitness? Uh, I was 20 years old. So, so was like 30 seconds ago. 20 years right. old. Yeah, literally <laughs> like, la- like last week. Um, and I had moved back home. I was going to UNC Charlotte at the time, and I was living at home, going to school. What's your major? Uh, marketing. That was what it ended up being. It was a couple of like accounting at one point. Did you do anything with that degree? No. Is it like what you do with the social media movement? The closest thing to it? Yeah, accounts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the closest thing to marketing. Um, my junior year in college, I figured that I had just assumed like I'd already started coaching at the time, and I was like, well, I want to do this full time. Like I'm this far into school. Guess I'll finish. I'm not going to use this degree though. Yeah. Like I had a feeling I wasn't going to use it. So I started coaching when I was, so when I was 20, I was like, oh, like I know enough about this. Like I enjoy this. I enjoy people. I think I could be good at this. And so the gym I was going to, I reached out to the owner at the time. I was like, hey, if I get my level one, like, is there a chance for me to coach? And he was like, sure. So the next like two weekends away, I took my level one, passed it and the rest is history. Yeah. For everyone listening, like a level one is uh, if you're coaching at a CrossFit uh, gym, that is the first introductory level of a certification you would typically get. Um, just to, to clarify for everyone that's listening. So, okay, you got that. You started coaching CrossFit. And this was at CrossFit Seal Creek? Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I had a terrible introduction to coaching. Yeah. Nobody helped me do shit. Like, the, like I got it and Brian, who was the owner over there, was like, cool, like you'll go through some shadowing stuff. And I was like, all right. Good deal. And then three days later, he called me. He's like, hey, can you come coach the 9 a.m. class today? Like, everybody can't make it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, didn't think anything of it. And I walked in. And it's like two minutes before class, and there's 20 people. And I was like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And it was probably the worst class ever. But, but luckily, I didn't get fired. But sometimes so. that sink or swim kind of mentality Baptism is – Baptism by yeah, fire, yeah, Exactly. Baptism yeah. by fire. And – uh yeah, look at look at you now. Yeah, so I can only imagine if I saw a video of the first year I was coaching, I would probably go die somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably miserable. But nobody, but nobody died. Everyone no. like that's the thing too is I think in our industry it's so um, you could literally anyone listening to this, I could literally bring you into the office. We could go online, pay probably a hundred to three hundred dollars, and within forty five minutes. I could sit next to you and we could get you certified as a personal trainer from some line online yeah. cert. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's no regulation. Just somewhat scary. Yeah. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, then that's been a big argument. Should there be regulation in the fitness industry? Like, um, salons, they're regulated. If you don't have the right proper amount of barbicide inside those, that's, that's that blue dye that like combs sit in at mm-hmm. the, the barbershop and salon that kills bacteria. If this, this, and that's not there, you could be shut down instantly. And that's just people fucking with your hair and like eyebrows and beard and stuff let alone people like using words like meniscus, like, cause there's fitness just blends this medical line. Like yeah. how many times have, have you had a member come up and be like, this is going on. And you're like, okay, I know how to avoid that, but right. I am not a medical professional. I cannot tell you what to do to fix it. Right. Yeah. That's why we have physical therapists on site. That's why there are those options and things like that. But, uh, yeah, it just blurs the line. I, I'm not, sh- I'm half and half for regulating and half not. The reason I don't want to regulate is because I think just some shitty company with crappy credentials will lobby and become the go-to standard, and then we would all just have to have some shitty certification by the the Pepsis of the world and Coca-Colas of the world to to fucking to get a certification just because they are the ones who lobbied the right Congress guy. Yeah, and that's why. So uh, until like now, if that could get changed and a good governing body on it, I think I'd be all for it because I think there's a lot of really shitty fitness professionals out there. Mm-hmm. When was so was 
like you and me working together the first uh, iteration of that, or were you doing some stuff like that with softball? So yeah, so with softball, I mean, so on the team that I was on for forever, my dad was the head coach of that team. And so that's how you got on the team. Got it. <laughs> so yeah. I would go with my dad. Too. Always the starting pitcher. Right? Definitely a leadoff hitter. <laughs> we actually had a, one of the few good, like, you know, father daughter coach relationships. I'm actually really proud of that relationship. Is so. that why this relationship with you and me works so well? Is, is that very, what that's called? Is that what this is, is like? working well? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So I was, uh, I would always go with him to like, coaching clinics and like all that kind of stuff. So I was, you know, the one athlete there when it's all these adults and and stuff. But so I always just kind of was into coaching from that. But then, um, and I would do like, um, pitching, like I was a pitching coach for younger girls and stuff. So, um, I'd always done a little bit of it, but then, I mean, my first time coaching a large group was through you and through this gym. Yeah. People don't realize this. Isaac was like client zero, zero, Three. Two, three, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that's kind of how uh, the whole whole thing of yeah. Isaac coaching. I had been a member for about a year. And then yeah, that's yeah. when I got my level one. Yeah, yeah. Was, Very... um, and then you had me doing some part-time. Yeah. Very cool. So let, let's stay on the same vein and the same track right now. Where, where would you say was the peak for fitness for you? When you were probably the fittest of your fitness. Like if you could go back and be like, that guy would whoop my ass in a workout now. What age? Where were you then? Uh, probably. Where are we in? We're in 2019. Uh, so like two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Like literally two years ago to the date. Yeah. Right before he started working here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when his fitness just took a down. No, I was still fit for a few months after that. Yeah. <laughs> just working to the bone. What? When was yours? Um, probably about a year into being a member at the old CrossFit South End. Yeah. So like I w- 2012. Sure. Yeah. I so that that's the other thing too is okay. Let, let now let's back that question up and get some context to it. Yeah. That's the fittest, whatever. But how has what you care about fitness wise changed as you got older? Because we are lucky enough to see people when they first come into the gym, super jazzed up and excited. Like right. a lot of for a lot of people coming in, they're they they're coming in. Most people are coming in involving some level of fitness they already had. Maybe they had it back in college, kind of like what you guys were telling me that story. Or they've been doing something around here, brewery yoga or boot camps and kind of thing. And now they're just wanting to get serious about, you know, a program and doing something. And they identify with what we have going on here at Urban Movement. And they are just jazzed up. They are the people like we, I can name, you know, like uh, Brent in the morning. I could just name a ton, I can name a ton of people right now that come in consistently three, four plus days per week. And they're jazzed the fuck up. They are, this is probably the fittest they've ever yeah. been, and they're really riding that train. I think fitness comes in highs and lows. It comes in cycles for people. Mm-hmm. So Deuce, for you, now that you're not physically maybe as fit, like maybe Deuce you know, two years ago could do more pull-ups or run a mile faster, whatever it is, how and why has that changed for you? Yeah, so, so two years ago, so really from like 2014 to 2017, um, the only thing I was doing was coaching. And when I say the only thing I was doing, I mean, that was the only thing I was doing as a job over there. Like I wasn't doing any admin work. It was literally coach class and that's it. So I had all this time on my hands and I was working out a ton. Um, and while it was great and it was great to be fit, my body hurt. Sure. From just like my shoulders were jacked up, like my elbows over time. Um, so I would say right now, this is definitely the best my body has felt. I don't think I'm a ton less fit. Sure. 
Um, I definitely can do less. I don't do as much work. Yeah. I definitely can't run as fast as I used to be, but that's okay. I'm not too concerned about that. (laughs) Um, That one I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a time thing. So going from having three hours to it's like, what do I, I guess I'll just work out for three hours to where it's like, cool, I have an hour. Like that's Squeeze it in. Yep. Perfect. All I need is an hour. Yeah. What is for you, Isaac? Yeah. I mean, obviously now it's different with the pregnancy thing and all that. Yeah. But but, um, before all that, I mean- when I was coming, you know, as a member um, at CrossFit South End, and I was new to Charlotte, I was in a long distance relationship. I like had a job that I liked, but it wasn't like all time consuming and everything. So it was just, what else was I going to do? Sure. But come in and, and do fitness and work out. And so, yeah, I mean, I was the person coming in in the morning and trying to do something else in the evening, you know? Um, so because it was just, I didn't have anything else to do. And I was enjoying doing it, obviously. Yeah. You know, I met my friends here. I met my little group here. So it was just, that's how I was going to hang out with my friends if I was going to come to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where, it, but for, on your end, Isaac, like, and I think do answer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what changed? So like back, like fitness, I think for a lot of people in the beginning is I want to do a thing or I want to look away or I want to have that social outlet now. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case now. Like you squeeze in a workout just when you can throughout yeah. the day kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. So what has fitness turned into for you? Like, why still do it? Is it like, for, I've always joked around, it's like hygiene for me. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to work out, but I know I need, like, I, I don't always, like, I get home, like, I don't want to take a shower, but I fucking need to, otherwise I'm gross. So, like, there are times where I work out because I know I need to, because if I don't, I'll be crabby as hell, or I, you know, I just, uh, I uh, I have to fight off dad bod, or whatever the hell it may be. Yeah. What, is that, is that similar? Yeah, I mean, I think it goes to what the majority of our members, it's the same yeah. thing. They come into to get their workout in because they know that they need to in order to keep in some kind of shape. I will, I, I will say from, uh, as the owner, I will say we, one of the competitive advantages I think we have here is as this group and, uh, fortunate enough to be very close with a lot of the gym owners in the area. A lot of people are able to, they look to employ the newly certified young, excited deuce back when he was 20, really excited about fitness, working out all the time. We're fitness. I'm still excited about fitness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But very green, excited about fitness Mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like working out and and I think it helps because I think a lot of it, like, because again, it's cyclical. Like we have members that have been here for a very long time and fitness again, you can see there are times when they are just gung ho on it. And other times when maybe they only come in twice a week and it's taking a backseat to something else in their life. And I, I think it's good to be able to relate to that person that no, you don't have to be in here four days a week to get results. You really don't. Um, and if we, we understand like, yeah, we'll check in on you and shoot you a text and call you if you're typically three days a week and you only come in one, we want to make sure you're, you know, everything is okay and all that kind of stuff. But we understand the cyclical nature of, of chasing fitness. Cause it's not a, it, it's a forever thing. Right. Like, like you think about it, we, will anyone really like, again, like not the people listening at you guys, but specifically like, I'm going to talk about people in general. Do you ever get rid of a gym membership? I mean, it might change. You might go from like a movement to another gym to whatever, but do you ever get rid of the fitnessing thing? Even if it like, I get rid of my gym membership and I do it at home in my garage or my living right. room. But like, do you, is that something you ever cash out? I don't, I don't like, it's like going back to dial up and like, I don't know a ton of people that just completely dead stop and never pick it back up. Now they go through hiatuses. We've had clients we've given a really hard time to where they 
they came in, they killed it, and then they dropped off. Mm-hmm. And and we had the, you know, you know, want, we're here for you when you come back. Like whenever you're ready to get back on that wagon, we are here and ready for you um, because we, we get it. Like it's not a judgment thing. Like it's fallen off. For, like there's been times like when we first opened this place, I probably went the longest stretch of not working out ever. And it starts, you know, again, it starts to eat away at you a little bit. And, you know, you walk in with a certain level of fitness, you can get away with that for a while. Like Deuce can work out less now. And it does, you know, no one's gonna be like, dude, you look so out of shape, you know, kind of scenario. Um, my might. girlfriend might. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was a, I always thought that was a very unique cause I, I looked at you guys and, I, and myself and, and the members that come in here and nobody is going to be gung ho crazy about fitness every day, Monday through Friday and the weekend, like forever there. It's yeah. going to be cyclical. Yeah, there's a time frame on it. What do you, um, is, is there anything fitness-wise you've been wanting to do that you would like to do? No. <laughs> I mean, like, not, not that I haven't already done. And I don't mean that in, like, fitness sucks. But, like, there's no goal to where I'm like, oh, let's go run a marathon. Yeah, you know? not at all. Um, somebody asked me if I wanted to do a triathlon. And I thought about it. Yeah? For, like, a couple of minutes. So, like, when... Cr- but it's in November, so I was like, yeah. So cold. Is it so again, like, so that, that's the thing that I, and I do, I think it's important to have like a thing you want to be able to do fitness wise, like to, you know, or something different you want to be able to do. What is that? I'm, I'm, I'm seriously probing on this yeah. question. I mean, and so for me, it's like the occasional 5k that I'm forced to go run. Can I continue to just run the same 5k time? Like hold that. What's your time? 5k time? I don't know, like 23, maybe a little bit less than that. I feel like the fastest I ever ran was like 21. Is that good? What is that? Like um, seven? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not, yeah. yeah. Right. It, it's, it's not that now. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, bad. And then I, like just am I healthy enough and fit enough to do everything else I want to do? So like continue to go surf and continue to go hiking and all this stuff and not feel exhausted when I'm out there. Sure. At a certain point, the like things like surfing, you're fit enough to do it. It's just are you good enough at doing it, right? Like, right. It becomes right. like a skill thing. Yeah, for sure. What about you? I don't know on that because – and the current being like, I don't have any other than like, I've wanted, I'm staying in shape so that I can get healthy pregnancy delivery. and yeah, all that like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, after that's done, then it's, it's hard to see past that. Yeah. It's, you know, that's taking care of yourself, which yeah. is taking care of your kid at the same time. By you the know? way, yeah. I write this down. I think you totally, you need to do just do a podcast episode with you and some of the other, uh, the prego moms that we have in here. You don't want to talk about it. I we mean, I more. do. I just honestly, I feel like me and Deuce would just be, it'd be a waste of a microphone. Or it would be educating you. I would learn a lot. Oh, I'll sit and listen. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll sit and listen. (laughs) But I'd much rather replace me and Deuce with two of the moms that you work with in here in the Fit Moms class. I think it'd be a way better episode for the listeners. You constantly gonna be thinking about all these guys listening on the other end of this. That's who Mm -hmm. we're thinking of right now, Isaac. Um, (laughs) Not about my education. I'll sit in the back corner of the room and and learn a ton. I'm thinking about them because for the few months that I'm going to be gone, I'm going to need you guys to help out these pregnant women. Don't worry, Pregos. We're We're here. We got Mm -hmm. it. We got you. We got you. <laughs> Instantly at these two cancellation. Right <laughs> cancellation. In. They all just start canceling their memberships, yeah. sending it in. Um, yeah, no, that's funny. I wonder if we should – part of me is like, man, I need to like enforce some kind of company policy where you have to have one fitness goal on the table for the year, myself included, obviously. But like something that you have to say, boom, this is what I want to get accomplished. And it's part of a performance review as to whether you actually get it accomplished at the year. But I feel like a lot of our members don't have something that they want to accomplish. So we do those goal setting appointments and you're right. So very few do, but it's, again, it's cyclical. Like I don't think anybody does until, until like you do. And you know, 
on a, on a month to month, week to week basis. It's like, dude, I don't know. It works crazy. I'm just fucking happy if I get in here three days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess are you talking about like, I want to be able to get a pull up. Are you talking about, I want to run a 5k. I, I, wanna... I, I think it could be anything like that. I think it's, you know, I look at uh, Chris Webster, you know, who uh, used to be a coach for ours and, and a member. And he went from doing this religiously to urban movement to doing Ironmans. Mm-hmm. And it just it, literally what it was, it was a group text message from him and like 12 friends that they called the goals group text message. And everyone got in and they all put gave one fitness goal for 2019. And Chris just randomly put in Ironman. And he was like, I don't think he was crazy sold on it at first, but then once he had send and the bubbles went through and everyone saw it, he was held accountable to it. And I think, I don't, they all put money in to make it kind of more interesting or whatever it may be. And now he's the kid, he's all in on it. And he's, you know, but it was an idea he had. It was floating around his head, kind of like Deuce was talking about those tryouts, you know, doing a try. It's like there. And if it really manifested and you really push yourself, it would, it, it that could be cool. Or, yeah. I guess not. I just don't know that many other, like, what other kind of examples we're talking about, you know, like from a fitness perspective? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it, powerlifting meat. So that was yeah, cool. Yeah. No, I, know, yeah. So let, let's do that. Let's venture out. What all fitness-wise, where, where have all your, your fitness experiences gone? So Isaac's, we have softball, obviously. Yep. You did powerlifting for a while. I did some CrossFit competitions. Yep. Yep. Um, did two powerlifting meets. I think. Yep. Um, that, that's about it, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. one, I, I know that this is so little, but one of the things that I'm really proud of, I did like an eight-week-long aerial silks class. Because I've got like this fear of heights, and yeah. so like that was a big deal for that me is to go dope. and do nice. this, that and is that cool. was really fun. Yeah, see, um, so like there's that. Yeah, see, it's stuff like that I'm talking about. Yeah. What about you? So obviously baseball, surfing. Yeah. You've done CrossFit. Where, where, where else is your fitness touch? You do a five. Honestly, like right now. So for like those four years, it was all about CrossFit, and it was one of those things where I was like, "Fuck!" Like I have to go. Like there were plenty of days where I was like, "I do not want to go," but I was like. I got to. Um, and so the last year and a half of not having a goal, it's been really nice coming off of that to where it's just I can do whatever I want in sure. the gym. And I don't feel like I have to do something. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to do that today. So I'll do this instead to work on my fitness. And it's been really nice. Yeah. Um, but other than that, right now, I think we are going to run a half marathon. Nice. So that's where it is. There you go. And you just said it out loud on the I podcast. Know. Now I got to do it. Now it's official. Now. <laughs> now it's official. Man. Yeah. I, I'm really curious. What, what half marathon? Uh, Corny wants to go to Sea Wee's. What, what's Those it called? Those are not words. So it's like the Lululemon big thing in Vancouver. Sea Wee's, like wheezing? Yeah. Like I'm going to be wheezing uh-huh. for 13.1 miles. Got it. That's what I said. Is it like, like where did you say it is? I think it's Vancouver. Isn't that where, oh, where, cool. isn't that where it started? It's Vancouver, right? Lulu? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Chip, Vancouver. Chip Wilson. Um, yeah, that is very cool. Yep, so that's the one. So it's is it a Lulu event or is it just coincidental that a bunch of people from Lulu go do it? it? Nice. Yeah. So what would yours be? This podcast isn't about me. I know. But <laughs> I know. Um, if I honestly thing I would really really like to do, I would with if the risk to reward wasn't so high, mm-hmm. I would totally want to get into something like parkour. Dude, let's do it. Yes, <laughs> let's fucking do it. I mean, you could just go. You know how many parkour people I follow on Instagram? <laughs> I'm. Let's do it. <laughs> I just don't want to go do it by myself. <laughs> See, like if there was a training facility to go to, I just, I guess I can't wrap my head around and it's because I haven't ventured deep enough down the rabbit hole to see what that looks like. How does practice in a foam pit relate to me going out into a parking garage on, you know, fucking uh, uh, a Noda or wherever it is and doing crazy shit like that? Now, I'm f- 
deathly afraid of heights too. Right. So like there's a there's a level of like that I would not be participating on in. On ground parkour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's the body weight thing. That's yeah. the other thing too is if I could go – and I did. So I, I, maybe like three years ago, it was back whenever we were kind of cruising as CrossFit South End. I called and researched and tried to find a gymnastics place that would take an adult at 29 years <laughs> old, 28. They're like – we do kids and like, wait, what do you want? You want to do gym now? I'm like, I just want someone like, I'd like to be able to do a backflip. Like I'd like for someone to teach me some stuff. Like I just want to do some body, but you're like an adult, right? Like and we I'm have like, to run a background check on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just like, completely like, so, but wait, is this like that Robin Williams movie? Like, are you like, <laughs> like, are you seriously 29, 30 years old and wanting to come do that? I was like, never mind, Click. Yeah. Um, was it called gymnastics? There's been so I've had. That's funny you say that because I've had at least three people that thought this was a parkour gym just by the name. Urban Movement sounds kind of yeah. like a it parkour does gym. Parkoury. There's a company called Urban Movement. Uh, if you Google it, that they spell out movement. Oh, they have the losers. Vowels. They have the vowels. <laughs> Their sign is really big. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I I think I don't know if they're in. A, I don't know if it's like a parkour primal moving kind of scenario but that would be something i would fitness wise do but then you'd have to set like a goal to it like i don't know like what is the 5k of parkour right like i don't know i don't know what that is i feel like they have competitions don't they yeah they have. i think i've seen them yeah so kinetic heights isn't that don't they have a little parkour section i don't know i don't know i've never been to kinetic heights yes they have a definitely parkour section do shoot me there we go next podcast we're going to kinetic Kinetic heights isaac can can watch Excuse me? Are pregnant, uh, do they have pregnant events? I mean, I can do whatever I want to do. <laughs> do whatever I want to do. <laughs> no, you, like, you can't do whatever you want to do. I think I can. I'm pregnant. I get pass on everything. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we do do connect heights. But, yeah, I think something like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, different, you know? And it's because yeah. it's not a sport. Like, I don't think there's, like, a match. There's not a game I have to train for. And there's not like a sport where I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'm sure you can find it on TV. Like yeah. Ultimate Tag. Have you seen the Ultimate Tag? Yeah. That yeah. is like well, parkour. I feel like that, yeah, I feel like that is like the extension of parkour. Yeah, yeah. Right. Competition avenue. Yeah. You could do like some more extreme skateboarding stuff. So I, uh, so people think because I have an electric skateboard, that yeah. you realize that one requires no athleticism outside of balance and directional skill. Is that the one that you have? That's what the one I have. Okay. <laughs> and then real skateboarding takes actual athletic skill. So do you have any interest in real skateboarding? Not, not even the, not even a fraction. Of, I couldn't even lie and say that I do. Zero. Like with me and running. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have zero, zero do interest. They have boosted board races. I don't. I feel like they. I've see seen it. so the one wheel has a race, yeah, to where they go through like the woods, probably like off roading kind of thing, yeah, yeah, one wheel would. I could see you out there in like a tr- like a track suit, no, zipped this up is... and a full helmet. No, what I that the boosted board is just like Zen time. It's just like AirPods in, and, and I'm just car. like yeah, until you get hit by a car. <laughs> and you wear your AirPods. I only wear one in. Tip- okay. Well, only one's plain. So we're one in, one's plain, and it's always uh, sidewalk side, not street side. But yeah, it makes the ride way better. It makes the ride way better. But anyway, so I just wanted to take this time, jam a little bit, get to know, uh, you know, from a fitness perspective, what these guys, you know, where they come from, what they do, and all that. Hopefully, you guys found the shit interesting. We will be back. Uh, who's we? What do we got next? Betty. Betty. Betty Burns. Betty Burns is an OG member. She has got her annual Betty Bash, and we will be talking with her about that. It's a really good time. They have it at the Noda Brewery, and uh, she has her own. If you guys have ever seen Betty has Betty Bash has its own beer at Noda that she has brewed, and it is really good. And uh, but yeah, we'll be jamming with her and talking a little bit about that, guys. Thank you most so much for tuning in. 
Deuce and I are going to go research parkour gyms. <laughs> Maybe we'll just change everything and just make this a parkour gym. I just want to be included. Okay. Well, Isaac, you can, I can drive. I research it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. See you guys. Bye.